wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Here we are. Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. It's me, Blair Kaplan Venables, and I'm here with Teresa Lambert. And our special guest, Alicia. Alicia Kramer is an internationally recognized business mindset expert who specializes in helping business owners quickly shift their subconscious blocks so they can create more money and more success. She's been referred to as the go-to hypnotherapist for entrepreneurs and has helped thousands of clients and customers for over a decade to break through self-imposed limitations and achieve their personal and professional goals. Hello, Alicia. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to have you on. I've never actually, you know, like dove into hypnotherapy for entrepreneurs. You know, I've heard it for like quitting smoking and sleep and all this other stuff. So I, I'm excited to dive in today. You know, let's just let's just cut to the chase. Alicia, what does success mean to you? You know, early on, I would have said success is all of the material trappings. Um, now I would say that success really is loving your life. How many people can honestly say they truly love their life? Um, I think that is kind of the ultimate success that we're all reaching for. Uh, and it's not, not bad to have the nice things too. You know what? I love that. It's so interesting. Like what you just said before, what you used to think it was, how this conversation with Teresa and I started that evolved into this podcast. A lot of people, you know, start thinking that success is the material stuff, but like, are you happy? Like, can money buy happiness? You know, I've been doing this work with business owners for a very, very long time, helping people to heal all of the wacky shit that they have in their subconscious mind. And I've said it many times and I'll say it again. No amount of money affords you the luxury of dropping all of your shit. It just simply does not. And there are a lot of people with a lot of money who are fucking miserable. Um, that to me is not success. You've got stuff, you've got money, you've got maybe a bloated ego, but are you really truly successful? 
And, you know, there's plenty of people out there that have, I mean, they're, they're not happy, nor are they, um, you know, living with the luxuries of life. And, you know, those are just two ends of a different spectrum. But I think what we all need to remember is that somewhere inside of us, if we're willing to be honest with ourselves, we can feel what it is that we really, really, really want out of life. And when you're on that path, it may not be perfect. It may not be all rainbows and butterflies all the time, but I still consider that success. You might be bumping up against your own internal obstacles, but if you're at least on your right path, in my mind, that's success. Oh, Alicia, I love that. I also love this message of healing the wacky shit in your mind. <laughs> and I don't know, that just really resonates with me. As you said that, I was like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, just this explanation and, and just understanding that, you know, what you said, that no amount of money allows us to drop all of the, the shit and the cheddar and the things that are going on in our minds and, and that we have to understand that. Like, I find money is just an easy thing to blame, right? Like, if you're not happy and you don't have money, then you just like, oh, it's because I don't have money. And I feel like that's just the generational BS story that we so many of us have bought into that somehow money equals happy money equals success money equals, you know, whatever it is. But as you said, there's enough people out there who have tremendous amounts of money and they ain't any happy as the person who doesn't. It's just sitting on the other side of, of the things, not dealing with the wacky shit in your mind. <laughs> So I love that some of what you do through, through hypnotherapy is helping people deal with some of this and, and manage some of this and remove some of these blocks. I would love to know how you ended up in that line of work. Like, how did that become your career? How did you realize that not only healing your own wacky shit in your mind, but helping others do exactly that will be the path to living this, this life that you love and living your success. Hypnosis came into my life a couple of different times when it was the most impactful was, um, after I was physically and sexually assaulted and I was experiencing symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. I scheduled a lot of appointments with a lot of different types of um, healers and energy workers and uh, any different type of alternative modality I could find that was like within a 300 mile radius of my home. One of those appointments was with a hypnotherapist. And um, I'll just say real briefly that um, I've had a lot of wacky shit to clean up. Um, I had a pretty uh, dysfunctional childhood, I guess you could say. Um, so there were a lot of self-esteem, self-worth issues, self-confidence issues, um, a lot of depression and sadness and you know negative self-image. So when I went to this hypnotherapist, I went for the post-traumatic stress disorder. 
And what ended up happening was for the first time since I don't, I couldn't even remember because I had problems with insomnia since I was a child, like a little girl, like young, um, I was able to sleep through the night and that in and of itself was like a humongous blessing for me. So fast forward, I had been using like hypnosis audios and working, um, kind of with the, like a virtual hypnotherapist, uh, after I stopped working with the, the local person on all different sorts of things. Um, but what really like, what really was the magic for me was when I decided I was going to, um, well, let me, let me fast forward sort of. So there's a little bit of context here. So, um, I'm 28 years old and managing a cell phone store. I find out I'm pregnant and I had been an aspiring serial entrepreneur, like pretty much since I was 18 off and on filed bankruptcy, the whole nine yards, like epic failure. (laughs) Um, But the dream would not die. Uh, And here I am, I'm sitting in a cell phone store and I've got my, this, this new life, you know, inside of me. And I'm thinking to myself, I cannot, I, I, I have to get business right. I have to, I don't, I didn't know how. Um, I just knew I could not raise this baby working all of these crazy hours at this job that I hated. I had to find a way to make it right. So I actually, um, I actually was inspired to get my certification as a hypnotherapist and open a hypnotherapy practice. And I used hypnosis to help me with all of the fucked up limiting beliefs that were the obstacles in the past to me ever gaining any positive momentum on my business. There was obviously a lot of business skills that I had to learn along the way, but hypnosis has been a huge, huge piece of me getting to where I am today. Wow. I feel like Blair wants to say something, so I'm going to let her butt in, but thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I was just going to say, thank you so much for sharing that. I I think, you know, we've now talked about wacky shit a couple of times. I think before we go any further, what do we mean by that? What do you mean by the wacky shit? So that is all that stuff, the self-talk, the, the negativity that just keeps interfering with your goals, your dreams, your heart's desires. Every single one of us have, has had this experience probably many, many, many times where you feel a strong inner desire to change your life for the better. And you even make a decision. I'm going to start this new business or I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to hire um, someone to help me. I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do whatever the thing is. And in your heart, if you're really honest with yourself, you know, it's a good thing. You know, it like within every fiber of your being, you're like, this is what my heart is calling me to do. I'm not happy being overweight. I'm not happy being stuck in this job that I hate. I'm not, I'm not happy being stuck at this um, sort of 
just getting by level. And so logic would even agree. It is a good thing to make this change. And then what happens? It's too hard. It's not working. See, nobody is interested in what I have to say. Nobody really cares about what I have to do. There's a hundred thousand other people that are doing the same thing as me, right? And we start to try to talk ourselves out of our own like blessings and goodness and what our heart desires, what we are being called to do. That's the wacky stuff. It's all of the limiting beliefs, all of the old stories, all of the old stuff that is a part of this self-image that does not match who we are being called to, to become and what we are being called to do. And if we don't clean that stuff up, it continues to be the justifications for why we can't and we won't and it'll never work. And we just go into apathy and depression and settling and living this life that's not only mediocrity, but below mediocrity because we're not fucking happy. That's the wacky shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, as you were explaining that, I mean, you and I have had the pleasure to be on your podcast just recently, and um, it just came out the episode, I feel like, but it'll be a few weeks by the time this airs. And you and I have had a, a really incredible conversation, and I know we share a lot of the same um, mindset and, and ideas. And I love what you just said with this wacky stuff. And And one thing that it brought back to me knowing more about your story, knowing what you've been through, um, which was severe drama, having a PTSD, here you are, right? Like 28, pregnant, working a job you don't like. And here is the thing. It would be so easy to choose to be the victim of your circumstances, right? Like it's so easy to say, oh, but I experienced this and I am that and I don't have the money yet and I don't have this and it's going to be hard. And so what I love is that, you know, you saw what hypnotherapy was able to do for you, helping you be able to sleep again, which also is a huge part in healing trauma is actually getting sleep, right? So, so being able to get to that, getting the support that you needed to help heal and, and, and really work through some of the heavy things and drama that you've had, but then to recognize, oh, this is what I want to bring into my life at a time when everything from the outside world would tell you, like most people would have said, Alicia, you're crazy. You're 28. You've got a good job. You're pregnant. Just stay there. And, and this is so fascinating. What was it like to make that decision to pivot and move into entrepreneurship with, with all of that going on and to say, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this happen. Even when the world or the majority of the world will say, you're crazy and it's a bad idea? Well, 
one of the ironic blessings in being the dysfunctional child is people didn't have much faith in me to begin with. So I really wasn't letting anyone down. (laughs) Um, I say that, you know, kind of jokingly, but honestly, it was, it was a shift that happened within me. Um, You know, a lot of people talk about the importance of your why and making a committed decision. When you just give lip service to those things, that's all it is. It doesn't really have much power, right? But if you've been at that place within yourself where you are just truly committed, you don't know how. It doesn't even make any logical sense, but there is something inside of you that is driving you. And for me, it was, I have to, I have to be available to this child. I have to be able to raise him the way that is congruent for me, because I had a really crappy childhood with parents that were, um, you know, dairy farmers, they were not available I basically always felt lonely. I didn't have any siblings. I didn't have really any support. My parents were alcoholics, so they were either working or drunk. Um, And I just simply was not going to be a bad parent. I had to find a way to be the type of mom that I wanted to be. And I also knew that that I knew that I had some thing more within me. I knew that there had to be more to me than just a fuck up. And I, um, as I was managing that cell phone store, I went to school, um, got my certification as a hypnotherapist, um, went to school, got my master's degree in metaphysical science, went to school, uh, back to school for psychology. And I'm doing all of these things simultaneously while I'm pregnant, while I'm managing the cell phone store. And there's something crazy within us human beings. Like we can be the laziest, most worthless freaking you know, things on this planet, or we can somehow just snap into like, these superhuman, you know, um, people that have so much energy, so much drive, so, but you've got to just sort of get to that place within yourself where you're willing to do the hard work. And I'm not talking about working like, like, you know, hard work is such a cliche in business, right? Oh, business owners are working, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week, right? Like the Elon Musk, you know, syndrome, you know, he's obsessed. So he's just working all the time. It's so hard. And, you know, but it's not just about the doing of the stuff. It's about the energy behind the doing of the stuff. That's what really makes it so impactful, And, um, so to answer your question, I wasn't even thinking about what other people thought. Like, I didn't really fucking care because I was on a mission. (laughs) That's so good. 
You know what? First of all, right there. I can tell you that I have, so my business is 14 years old. It's almost 14 years old. And I used to care what people think. And I do not give a flying fuck. Also, what is a flying fuck? I just like, don't care. I don't care what people think. And as soon as you let go of that, you open up these doors to infinite possibilities. And also what really got me thinking what you were saying is, you know, we can turn into these superhumans that have all this energy and get all this accomplished And it goes back to something I've recently really been promoting, which is I don't want to live a busy life. I want to live a fulfilled life. And if I'm taking on things that I want to do that energize me, that fulfill me, I don't feel busy and I can get more done. As soon as I start saying yes to the things I don't want to do, that's when I start to feel busy. And I'm wondering if, you know, you know, you don't, you didn't give a fuck about what people thought you went and did all these degrees and trainings, which is amazing. That's phenomenal. And I love that you're, you know, within the metaphysical space and like the science space to me, I love that. Cause like, I'm like a woo woo Jew, like I'm wooish and Jewish. And I, so I like, you know, like I believe in Adam and Eve and like somehow like God created the world in seven days. Oh, wait, that's the same thing. And science, <laughs> you know, I believe in it all. I don't really like think too hard about it. And I just believe there's all these different possibilities out there. How does like, how does it work with hypnotherapy? Like how does like all of your training tie into hypnotherapy? Um, and how does like, how does it work for entrepreneurs? Like, is there a specific type of entrepreneur you want to work with? Are there specific entrepreneurs you're calling into your world? And how does hypnotherapy work at changing, you know, our belief systems as entrepreneurs? All good questions. So I will say that uh, the work that I do is so much more than just hypnosis. Uh, hypnosis is only a piece of the work that I do with my clients because I am trained in a lot of different modalities and I have a pretty extensive understanding of universal laws and principles. So I've been studying universal laws and success principles. Um, I consider my background to be very esoteric and not in the, um, you know, people oftentimes don't understand what that word means, right? I'm not talking about a cult. I'm not talking about, you know, crazy, weird rituals and things like that. I'm talking about understanding these fundamental principles. It is the blending of science and spirituality and knowing that they're not separate. It cannot be, you cannot have universal laws that do not, you know, play nice with spiritual truth. So I actually have a very large number of private clients that are in fact Jewish and a lot, there's so much crossover between what I am teaching my clients. And I consider myself in many cases, so much more a mentor who really gets her hands dirty, you know, and helping my clients to identify those wacky beliefs and shift them. So a lot of what I do is actually conversational hypnosis. It's understanding how the subconscious mind works, how to identify these 
these dysfunctional beliefs that are not in alignment with universal law and universal truth and helping my clients to shift those things while also leveraging this understanding of universal principles and how we can direct our energy and use our mind as a vehicle to propel us forward towards the achievement of the life and business we want to create. So my clients tend to be very open, even if they're not already well-versed in some of these more esoteric metaphysical principles, if they haven't been avid student of thinking grow rich or, um, you know, other classics, they're open to it. They're being called into it. There's a vibrational match there. They're being called to step into being a higher elevated version of themselves, letting that potential that has always been kind of sealed up within them. And they've been doing all the stuff, all the businessy stuff. They've been grinding away, working all the hours, right? Putting in the elbow grease. And they're like, God damn it, there's got to be more to me than this because I know I can be more successful. I know I can be happier. I know I'm bumping up against stuff that is making me doubt my abilities, feel insecure. Um, You know, I am having these problems with my husband or my wife and it doesn't feel good. And I know that this is not who I really am. So usually when I'm working with a client, yes, they're a business owner and yes, they're being called to do bigger things, but we're really working on their entire life. It is about this internal transformation that then becomes this external transformation because you can't, that goes back to success. What is success, right? You can't just have the monetary success and be successful if you're health is failing and your marriage is falling apart and you don't get along with your kids and you have all of these trust issues in your business. We've got to clean all that stuff up so that you can really embody success, real success, whatever that is to you, which is having it all, you know, being on that path to, I, I love my, my spouse and I love my kids and I have this growing business that is incredibly fulfilling to me. You know, it's the whole picture. It's the big picture. What you just shared is so important. And I feel like it's so forgotten, especially in like, I see it like in the entrepreneur space a lot and and the different camps of like, just focus on mindset or energetics and, and just, you know, follow universal law and like, you know, attract and magnetize like all of your desires. And, and then there was the other camp and, and I know you and I had spoken about that on strategy and the doing. And, and I love that you're bringing these things together and connecting universal law with, with science and actually recoding our beliefs and subconscious minds. And I remember we had David Ibarra on the podcast and I don't know if you know him, but he is a Think and Grow Rich consultant. If I'm getting it right, he's done a lot of studying around that. And one thing that he said, and and I had never heard anyone say it this clearly, but it really ties into what, what you just said. And it clicked something in me was that the second part of attraction, and he was talking about the law of attraction, but the second part of attraction is action. 
And I was like, duh, that makes sense. But I realized I had done a lot of self-shaming for somebody who's a natural action taker on things. And I was like, oh, I need to be more in lean back energy and in flow. And that is all amazing. And I like, I love the good flowy feminine energy, which is really empowering and good. But also understanding that once I have that desire, once I have the intention of what I want to create, not only does do I need to have that, but I actually need to start to be willing to take action and move towards it before I can see it, before I know it's working, before, 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 before. So I love that you're doing that because I think there is such a great disconnect between how do we go from the the more esoteric, the more woo, the more spiritual side, and then put that into practical application into actually actualizing it in the physical realm, actually bringing it in by taking aligned actions with the thing that we want. So, oh my God, Alicia, I love that. And by the way, I, you, you were so gracious and I was able to have you um, gift a hypnotherapy session for client attraction to me and my clients inside the Confidence CEO Club. And I have literally done it three times already. It's like on my rotation, like at night. And I literally like, I like something's changing and shifting and you're so incredible, but I would love to let our listeners know where they can get more from Alicia Kramer, how can they work with you? Where can they find you? Because I think that this is such a missing piece for so many people that can really shift people from not just wanting what they want, but actually getting to having what they want in business, but also in their lives and and in all areas that we experience. So where can they go, Alicia? So uh, my website, aliciakramer.com. A-L-I-C-I-A-C-R-A-M-E-R.com. And I just have to say one, one thing about what you mentioned there. And this is where a lot of well-meaning people are doing a huge disservice. The law of attraction is only one law. It's only one. Uh, The law of action is a law. Action is energy in motion. There is the law of gender. That's the balance between masculine and feminine energy. And when you're not teaching all of the laws, when you're only focusing on one, there's room for a lot of error because there are so many misunderstandings and misconceptions. So we have to... We have to make sure that we're always checking in with ourselves. that there is um, the law of divine timing. When you plant a seed, you don't instantaneously bear fruit. There is a natural gestation period for everything. When we don't understand how the universe works, we fall into this, this very destructive habit of being incredibly superstitious and it fuels our false limiting beliefs to empower ourselves, we have to understand what the hell is really going on how our mind works and how the universe works 
because now we can, we can coach ourselves out of a lot of self-destructive, self-sabotaging behaviors by knowing what is going on. Why are we bumping up against these things? What is it actually going to take for us to change? What is it actually going to take for us to achieve our goals? Um, so you have graciously also gifted my community, my inner game Academy with some of your content, which is fantastic. And I'll just say that, um, you know, I am available obviously to work with clients one-on-one, but my inner game Academy is an incredible resource that is so, so affordable, full of hypnosis audios for business owners, meditations, uh, energy releasing sessions, mindset trainings, and then incredible content from uh, expert contributors like yourself that are providing really high level content on all of these different areas of life and business. And all of that is available to learn about on my website. Oh, so good, Alicia. And I appreciate you bringing in that extra layer. And I love that you do that through the Inner Game Academy. And it's just, there's so much. And I think a lot of us just don't really understand. So let me ask you this as we're wrapping this up. And also we're going to make sure that all those links are in the show notes. So it's going to be super easy for you to, to connect with Alicia. But for somebody who's just on their path to success, like on their beginning, maybe they're really curious how bringing this, this understanding of, you know, mindset work and universal law and understanding the subconscious mind, like they're like, I want to make that part of my journey to find my success and define what success means for me. Where would you say is a great place for them to start? So, no matter what your situation is in terms of what you can invest in financially. So you can obviously shorten the learning curve. We all know this by investing in coaches and mentors and trainings and things like that. You don't have to necessarily have a lot of money to invest in those things to be on your path, but it is going to require something also a lot of the universe, right? Nothing comes for free. Um, And that means you're going to be investing time. So you can research a lot of these things online for free. There's tons of videos on YouTube. There's, you know, tons of information to start to plant those seeds that can then germinate into the success that you desire. But the one thing that precedes all of transformation is what we talked about before. And that is you've got to really, truly make a committed decision. A committed decision is not a half-ass, I feel like it today, I don't feel like it tomorrow. Uh, It is, I am all in. I know I'm going to bump up against my resistance. I know my subconscious mind is going to kick up some really justifiable excuses for why I can't or I shouldn't or I won't. Uh, And you've got to be willing to do the work anyway. It's all about that inner work. Oh, that commitment piece. That is so like people can't see what I just did with my hand, but like, that's like, that's, that's it. That's it. Like if you're not committed, you're out. Um, Thank you, Alicia, so much for sharing this. 
there's so much gold in this conversation. I know we could just keep talking to you forever. And I feel like we will have to have you back at some point to dive deeper into some of these pieces. If you will come back. Of course, Um, please come back. Yeah, please come back. Um, but this was incredible. Thank you so, so much for sharing. Make sure to connect with Alicia um, by checking out her website or joining her um, in her incredible program, the Inner Game Academy at aliciacramercoaching.com. And with that being said, Alicia... This was so incredible. My like, I feel like I want to sit down and do like half an hour of like download journaling after everything you just said. So thank you so much for being part of this episode on Dissecting Success. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, peace. Woo! That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more. 